Welcome to the podcast. This is the Dance PT podcast, hosted by moi, Jenna Cantor, performer, hachikapow, and physical therapist. In our interviews, we will dive into all the things that can regularly help you. That's right. As a dance physical therapist with your patients. That's right. Please note that the purpose of this podcast is entertainment and is not here to replace any medical advice. That being said, we are all here to support each other, which leaves me at the most important message I want to leave you with. You are enough and never change yourself for anyone. That's right. You heard me. Be you, and that will enable you to help others the best way possible. Let's end with more scatting. That's right. Jenna out. Hey! Hello, dance physical therapist. I'm here with the great Nate Sawyer, who has so much background with children's theater. And I'm not talking about adults performing in it, although he has worked with that too. I'm talking about children performing children's theater. That's what we're talking about. And I never, it never really occurred to me to even t- cover this topic, which is so funny because I've known Nate, who I'm going to now start calling Bosti because that's my nickname for him as a good friend. That That is uh, something that I've known for years and we've never talked about this. Yeah. And the kids, isn't that interesting? Not really. Yeah, no. I it's, mean, yes, it is interesting. Not that it's not interesting. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, thank you so much for coming on. Mm-hmm. And, and um, he has worked at the Palace Theater in Manchester. He what he did work there for how many years with the Children's Theater? I worked there for almost 10 years. Yeah. 10 years. And then you created a kids program from scratch um, at this other, uh, where what's it called? And how many years? Uh, it's Believe in Books Literacy Foundation. But yeah, I've been there for four and a half years. Exactly. So like he has long-term experience working with kids, something that's already created and building upon that, and then something from scratch and building, which is amazing. So I mean, you know your stuff with getting the kids in the door and everything. So let's talk about injuries. Uh, my first question is, do they happen often? Um, Yes and no. I mean... Um, I mean, kids are kids, so kids always get hurt. Yes. Um, but the truth of the matter is, is sometimes, uh, you know, the, the ones, the interesting thing is the ones that hurt themselves the hardest are usually the ones that are a lot more intense. That makes sense. Um, so they're the ones that are going full out or get out and, uh, and then, so they go full out and then they end up getting hurt and then they get out. Um, but, uh, or the, here's the other thing is, is I've, lots of times I've also encountered people hurting other people. Um, oh, yeah. But, Body awareness. Mm-hmm. Just like, ah, oops, sorry, Joe. Yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, there was this one girl, bless her heart. She was, I loved her to death. Um, and her, her, I can say her first name. Her name is Carly. And Carly always, I don't know what it was, but she was not, she was, her spatial awareness was not her friend. And she didn't get hurt, but she hurt so many people. Um, she kicked them in the face. 
ran over them, rolled over one of somebody with a uh, a set piece. Like I, I mean, like she was I, it, to the point where when she got older, it was stay out of her way. She will hurt you, not intentionally, but she will. She's like it's true. <laughs> like she just will. She started to accept it. She was like yeah. it's true. <laughs> and like even when we and like to the point where I go, Carly, you're on the end. She's like, so I don't hurt anybody. I went exactly. <laughs> she, she she couldn't yeah. be in the anymore. She knew. She yeah. knew. She knew. I love that. That's so cute. It's almost like teamwork in the end because you yeah. just need to know each other. I love that so much. Okay, so okay, so you have those circumstances. Uh, I know sometimes it would be emergency room. That was usually our thing. Go to the doctor, emergency room in mm. the moment. Was physical therapy ever part of the picture? Oh, like, I, I yeah, right. I, I asked this. I asked these up in there because there's just not research on this. And also, kids bounce back, shake off things so often. So I, yeah, I, yeah just a lot. I mean, a lot of times. I mean, I don't have a background in physical therapy, and uh, and to be truth, a hundred percent truthful. Um, my family, I'm not, I've never been one of like, my mom's not this kind of person. Um, but like, I've never been a person that goes to the hospital for anything. We, we just, we're a family that just, you know, oh, you, you know, you sprain your wrist. All right. You just do what you can to figure, fix it. My mom was, um, cause growing up, my mother was an aerobics instructor. So like, that's of the, definitely of the era. So, you know, she, we, we always different had, had exercises and stuff that we could do to fix it. She knew she knew a lot enough of for all the small stuff. So we never sweated the small stuff. And and I know I mean, and I I don't know, I broke my wrist once. But yeah. like that's it. Did you, did you did you ever have any kids that went to physical therapy? Um not to my knowledge. Yeah. Uh because we did have, I mean, in the program in, in the program at the palace specifically, uh we had uh, I mean we had hundreds of kids through the program. So we did have people that there were definitely injuries that would happen. Rolled ankles were a big one. Um, especially so like, especially for the tween, the, I say the tween girls that are coming into age and like, they really wanted to start wearing character shoes. Mm. Uh, and so character shoe, like the rolling of the ankles for character shoes happened quite a bit. And so what I would, I, you know, it got to the point where, you know, I taught, told the kids like bring your shoes in early do practice the dance learn the dances without them and then put them on once you know the steps that way you're not going to hurt yourself trying to do them uh well, I have, of the character shoes yeah it's it's mm -hmm. like building up yeah 100 percent. and and you know and that's just comes with age and um and it took i mean but it took me a while to to realize that that was the case because again i'm not a girl and i know that i don't mean that in any this way but i never i never i never really wore high heels or heels mm -hmm. of any kind so i didn't have as much experience with that i mean i've worn i've worn plenty of uh you know other things i've worn uh, tap shoes which are also can be very slippery if you're doing not if you're not doing tap in it if you're trying to do something else um you can fall just by slipping in tap shoes because they're just so damn slippery um, um, and, uh, and I know people, I, I, I know people who do have done point and I know there's lots of injuries related with, um, point as well, but we never did 
because musical theater doesn't normally have as much pretty ballerina, prima ballerina, if you will. Right, right, exactly. It's very um, few. I think it's Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the one that pops in my head where I remember when I was a ballerina, I watched them and said, oh, I could do this show, you know, <laughs> with the ballerinas. Okay, so so rolled ankles, you've seen a lot. Any pulled hamstrings um, or pulled muscles? Yeah, um, definitely. Occasionally, the the one thing, like the one thing that, like with rehearsals, especially with the kids, because we had we would have limited time, so we never we didn't always do warm ups. Um, however, that being said, we would try to you know you always try to ease into the dancing, you know, as you're teaching a dance, mm -hmm. remember. Um, excuse me. Uh, but yes, there were plenty of, um, there were definitely plenty of pulled, uh, pulled muscles. Um, I know we did, oh gosh, what show was it? Um, I don't remember which one it was, but there was a lift and, and it wasn't even it wasn't even like a beautiful lift where it was like everybody's lifting their partners or anything like that. It was one singer. It was like Annie. I want to say it might have been Annie and like a couple people just lift her up into the air and walk around with her. And um, they jet and you know kids kids do what they can to be tough. And they're like I can lift whoever and it's like you know I can do it by myself and it's like well don't please don't and. Uh, <laughs> Just you look away and uh, and then they're doing it anyway. So, um, so yeah, so we've definitely, there was, a, I think there was one case in which um, one person thought that they could do it all. And the other person was like, they're not letting me help. And so they were like, fine, you do it. And they lifted the person and definitely hurt themselves while doing it. And then almost dropped the person. So it was like, okay, we're not doing that anymore. Um, but they, you know, and they did, we gave them uh, at the time, oh, was it the choreographer? Was it Alex? Uh, it might've been, it, yeah, it was. Um, but, she, you know, we took them out and they, you know, we had uh, we had some on-site foam rollers and rolled out some pulled muscles. Um, but it was definitely, for them, it was just like, okay, take a breath and like come back to it. But they eventually, the next day, I remember whoever lifted that person um, the kid who lifted the person was like, uh, I, I was sore last night. So my mom said not to do anything strenuous. And it was like, all right. So that, that's essentially anytime. I mean, we also would get flack, some not flack, but we would get heads up from parents sometimes too. Yeah. Um, things that they'd want, did or didn't want their kids. I get that. So for, it sounds like it's really it's really the main things that really knock the kids out of like working and work. Then something might be like, Ooh, because kids shake things off, you know, Oh, like just give it that time off. It seems like the thing that happens, the time it really is significant is when a kid is like injured and they have to just drop out. Yeah. We, um, it sound we, like it's too often. Those like big traumatic, that level. Yeah. I don't, it, I don't remember. It wasn't regular. Because no. you're already having to look at the sky to like think about it makes me go, it wasn't regular enough. No. You're like trying to think of like a couple, which may have happened. Right. But you have to literally go one, uh, maybe like that already to me is telling. The hard, I mean, the hardest, I will say this, the hardest part with the kids too is um, they're not going to tell you that they're hurt. Right. Uh, especially 
if they're excited about doing what they're doing. They're, they will not tell you. So, uh, you know, it definitely, for me, I had to learn how to see the signs. It was like, you know, again, somebody's doing a dance and they trip and they fall and they land on their knee and they pop up and they're like embarrassed. So they, they're like, everything's fine. I'm, I'm great. I'm nothing, nothing's wrong. And it's like, take a moment, take a breath, assess, because right now it doesn't hurt, but it could hurt. In a second. In a little bit. I'm like, I'm an adult. I did that yesterday. Um, so like so 24 hours ago. Uh, yeah, it hurt, uh, hurt a lot. I was going to call you. So, um, <laughs> this is good. I'm glad we're talking about this. So I, I, for anybody listening in and everything, we're talking about just what Bosti has experienced or seen injuries he's seen, big ones, small ones, any little stories he can think of. So now I want to go into if somebody wants to make their way in as a physical therapist, as like the go-to physical therapist for your kids' theater, mm -hmm. and maybe it's not necessarily treatment, maybe it's wellness programs, I don't know. What would be something, one that, let's start off with you first. What would be something you think you'd be interested a physical therapist could bring to the table for these children in your theater? I think um, recognizing what, like being able to, uh, being able to help identify, you know, because the other thing is lots of kids, I mean, in their tween years, they're going, their bodies are going through changes anyway. Mm -hmm. So it would be recognizing any type of ch physical change that, you know, that they're feeling and, and uh, kind of being open, make, being an open, having an open dialogue to express that. And, and I mean, it kind of goes into the part and into the realm of, um, I don't want to say therapist, but um, I mean, it is a, you are a physical therapist, but I know um, you're saying the mental component, everything, but yeah, but where they can have an open dialogue of where their body is at, how they're feeling and feel safe uh -huh. about that conversation. Just because, just because being able to talk about being able to recognize, oh yeah, my arm hurts because I didn't stretch. And because I did this, I did this arm movement over and over and over again for the last, you know, hour and a half. Um, and I gave it my all and I might've thrown out my shoulder by doing that in a, a weird way. And they're like, no, it's fine. It's fine. And then they sleep on it and it gets worse. And, you know, recognize what, what do you think, especially because you've had so, so, over 15 years working with these kids, mm -hmm. what, uh, what, um, what is it that, how could, how could a physical therapist come to you, the person who runs the children's program to even be like, Hey, um, you have this program. I want to get my head in there to be available for these kids for their healthy bodies. Um, you know, like I know that they don't communicate so well. I would love to be the go-to person, maybe even a check-in at the beginning or, or like close to show date where they can talk to me. And like, they all are given appointments to work, to talk with me one-on-one -on -one about stuff with the permission of their parents, obviously sign things like, would that be something that'd be of interest? I'm, I'm just making up stuff, but these are things that have yeah. not been explored. No, I mean, it's, you know, in a, when I was in high school, we had on-site physical, th uh, we had on-site physical therapists for all of our athletes. Cause we had a huge athletic program. Yeah. And, what about uh, the theater people? 
Huh? Real. What about I mean, we, we had an arts program too, but uh, um, we it, it was a little bit. It was a little focused more toward music. I think. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest, and we had some really we had some really awesome fine arts too. Irrelevant. Yeah. Um, but um, but I I remember like I because I wasn't I didn't I played sports, but I didn't do the intense stuff. But I do remember that we always had somebody we always had people available and it was like if something's wrong go to that like you can go to um yeah we could go to the physical therapy room like they had a whole they had a whole section in our in our high school yeah Um, but um and and we had and they had people that went to different and they had different people that specialized in different sports too so like they knew you know more like we had one that was any t- anything that had to do with running or track and field or any of that stuff, like he was the go-to, like he was, I think he still works at the school and still runs like all the time. But, um, and then you had the ones that were, that did like the foot, the contact sports, like football, lacrosse, um, uh, soccer is not really contact, but it can be. Um, but yeah, you know what I mean? Um, so like, I think that having that, even in high school, having that available to you, to us was was awesome and so i actually i do think that would be a huge benefit i don't know how if somebody came up to you what would be a conversation to make or would it just be literally how i presented it just hey have a physical therapist is there some sort of thing that we could create like the day before show day or something or like during show day during their off time their downtime while they're waiting to go on the stage like how does this show is something like that could that be a possible way for them to get in there become a trusted resource at a time when things are usually like eh, for their bodies. Um, right. I definitely think that's something that, yeah, I, as a, I mean, as somebody who works with kids, I think that's super helpful. And I think that would be great to have somebody not on call, but essentially kind of on call. Um, the problem is, is I, I'm the only problem I foresee is if you're going for, if you're just going to try to build the experience it's great. Um, the hardest part about working with kids is, is all the background checks and all of that stuff. And you have to make sure that, um, I mean, that's just the right paperwork, the right paperwork. You have to, anybody, we, we as physicalists know, exactly. uh, We know this, that, that is, that is extremely like, uh, all the, the consent forms and everything that would be a hundred percent on us. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, that would be a thing. And also because we'd be associated with a theater, we'd have to make sure like it's, it's like not what I'm doing is not put on your back at all. Right. Um, uh, and vice versa. Um, so, but yes, that's a very, very good point. I like that. Okay. Just brainstorming. So for those who are interested in children's theater from us, like literally speaking openly, that could be a way for you to get your head in the game. Mm-hmm. These singers, actors, and dancers and new dancers. And, and just like anything, the reason why, if you're wondering why I was talking to Basti about when getting closer to the actual showtime, when it's getting closer to the actual show uh, time, we know from the literature, from research, it has shown that the more hours a person da- perform- dances, 
the more likely they are to get injured. So at rehearsal, when it's rehearsal time, when we're there just about to open up a show or they're in tech week, they are dancing and performing so much more. Their hours have massively increased. Therefore, that's where the bodies are going to be feeling more. And it is the high time to come in there. In regards to injury prevention, I didn't talk about that with Basti because from what I've learned from him, there's no interest. There's no interest. Like, there's no interest. You can't force that. As much as we want to put that in there, there's no interest. That could develop over time as you gain relationship and a trust. And, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, let's start doing this because I'm starting to see, a, you know, you can make that a conversation. But at the very beginning, that's not what he's thinking about because people shake it off. People take care of the little things. His own story is that, yeah, for the little things, we found different ways to just, you know, relax. Or like the mom, her first thought was just tell him to take it easy. You know, so knowing that you can't force a mindset, you can gradually develop a relationship and cause that shift. So that's where we went with that's just so everybody knows where my thought process is and everything, because what do we want? We want to get dancers in the door and musical theater performers are singers, actors and dancers. Even the singers and actors still have to dance, even if they don't want to. They're doing step touches with their like both feet feeling like left feet. They're still trying to do it sloppily as ever. Consider yourself all home. <laughs> so yeah, very, very important. I'm so grateful you came on. We don't we don't have a lot of solid things on injury rates and stuff with kids in, in theater, but from some of the literature that I just referred to gives you an idea of why that focus of when you would potentially come in or propose to come in and be of a help to a children's program. We got heard about, learned about the rolling ankles being a very common injury that he has personally seen. Um, and I asked him about, you know, um, pulled muscles. He was saying, I'm uh, potentially, but the hard thing is kids hide what they are feeling. Mm-hmm. So this, these are all such helpful, helpful stuff. Thank you so much, Basti, for coming on. If people wanted to reach out to you to get like some more potential insight, maybe Instagram message, do, would that work? Um, where, 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 how could they reach best to reach yeah, you? Actually, Facebook Messenger is probably easier. Oh, cool. Um, just because, yeah, you can find me on, on Facebook. Um, what is it? I'm Nate Sawyer. Nate Sawyer, N-A-T-E-S-A-W-Y-E-R. Okay. Yep. Cool. That's him. <laughs> And it's, yeah, it's me. Yeah. And any last words you want to share with anybody who's interested, just words of wisdom, who's interested in making their break into working with children who perform in musical theater? I mean, honestly, it's for, for kids. I mean, for anything, if you can get like the more when you said it, like the more I think about it, if you can get into a program and, you know, and get used to like once you're in there, you get used to the kids and the kids get used to you. and then the program builds around you like then it's something that can develop and the more trust it's it's all trust related and which i'm sure you guys know that um but yeah i say it, it's it's not it's not normal um but it could be there's no reason that it shouldn't be um because it could be great to have uh somebody there to help um anybody helping um anybody helping specifically a kid grow in any way and become more aware of themselves and their bodies. It's super helpful for not just performing, but for life. Uh, So yeah, as they do it. 
Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for wearing the Dumbo shirt. You know, I love it. Thank you for the hat that matches the Dumbo hat. It's, it's perfect. All perfection. Thank you so much. Have a great day, everyone.